Hi, welcome back to another episode of Can I Get a Minute podcast with Christine and Jasmine. Hey, you guys. On this episode, we'll be speaking about Jasmine's experience giving birth to a child with anencephaly and exactly what it is. Before we dive in into it uh, today, we would like to share how our Mother's Day was and a little bit about our week, and then we could start talking about anencephaly and Jasmine's experience. Um, so Jasmine, you want to start off or do you want me to start off? Um, I guess I can start off. Um, you want to talk about Mother's Day first, yeah, I let's guess. Talk, let's talk about Mother's Day. So my Mother's Day was actually really nice. Um, my husband, um, literally did everything for me, like took care of the kids, gave them showers. He made me breakfast. He, um, cooked for you too. And he cooked dinner for me, which that first was first time. First time. Yes. It was the first time, and he did an awesome job. He did um, pasta with um, pesto sauce, um, salmon with capers, onions, um, mushrooms, and, like, you know, with lemon seasoning. Um, And he did garlic bread, also with asparagus. He did do an appetizer. He made homemade mozzarella. Um, I guess you can say circles, patties. It wasn't like the sticks. Um, the mozzarella sticks. They were just more mozzarella patties. Yeah. So um, he did that. And he also did a, like a little platter, like a cheese platter with like grapes and prosciutto and cheese. And we had it with some wine. Um, I had, because I love rosé, but this was like a new type of rosé, which was um, Pulse. It's called Pulse, and it's grapefruit flavor rosé. It's so good. Where is it from? It's ABC Liquor. ABC Liquor. Okay. Well, I just recently got, uh, went back to Aldi, and I was like, let me just try something. So yeah. I, went, I got the Winking winking Owl. Okay. Have I you heard of it? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. They have like a whole, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Um, anything crazy about the kids this year? Um... Well, Christian did have speech therapy this morning. Um, his favorite line is O. And then the, the S word. And the S word. Um, I'm trying to get him not to say that. Um, so, like, I'm just ignoring him because um, the speech therapist said ignore him because, like, that's part of, like, bad behavior. You don't want him to just keep doing it because he's just trying to get a reaction out of you. Um I can't even say no to him because if I say no to him, it's I'm um, showing him that I am responding to the behavior. Like it's bothering you. Yes. Um, Then Mother's Day, back to Mother's Day. So he cooked me dinner. He did everything. He picked up the kitchen. Um, Isn't it sexy when they do all that? It's like, thank you. You finally got it. Finally. And like this was his first time cooking. And he did an awesome job. I know. You were he sending did. me, like, step-by-step pictures. Yeah, he was doing amazing. I was really proud of him. And Was now, he happy? He just doesn't know. This was, like, kind of, like, a setup. So now that I know he knows how to cook, he's going to be cooking more when he's off, like, on the weekends and stuff. Yeah, give him a recipe. Yeah, so he, I, he can follow it. I have faith I know in he him. was happy. Yeah, he was happy. He said, you know, this is um, – my husband was making Very... jokes like, if, if it doesn't taste good, make sure you have the Pepto right next to Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was your husband or that was dad? I think that was dad that said no, that. That was dad I that think said. dad said it, but I think Ivan was, like, making jokes, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, my dad texted me saying that. So, 
because everyone knows he doesn't know how to cook and he finally this did it. This is a big like, milestone. Yeah, because we've been together for like eight years. So it's something after eight years, um, I he decides, it. you know, that's one so thing. It was really nice. It was nice. It was nice being able just to chill, not mm -hmm. worrying about the kids. He was worrying about the kids. And then he knew how my day is like during the week, like when he's at work and, you know, I have to yeah, you had like, multitask. multitask and everything. So he had to like cook, clean and take care of the kids. So he was like, oh, wow, it's not as easy as I thought it was. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll do it real, I'm gonna be real So short. let's talk about your Mother's Day real quick. Yeah, so my Mother's Day was good. It was great, actually. Uh, so we started off, we went to breakfast really early at this like mom and pop shop right next to where we live. And what is it called? Um, Sweet Mamas. Sweet Mamas, okay. And the prices are good. They cook good. Um, so it was our first time taking uh, my in-laws, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law to the place. Did they enjoy it? Oh, yeah. They enjoyed it. They loved it. And then yeah, um, my sister-in-law came with her husband. And mm -hmm. um, then um, his uncle, my husband's uncle and his daughter came. Oh, that's nice. So it was like, it was really nice. So we got there at 730. It wasn't the greatest time. I know everybody was like not having it. They were like, couldn't we sleep in? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. So we didn't sleep in. We, that's super early. I, yeah, that's, that's I right when I'm waking up. Like. Well, we wake up early in our house. So the kids were like, my, my oldest was like, can I have a breakfast before breakfast? You know, cause <laughs> <laughs> I can't eat the, you know, I, yeah. you're depriving me. So yeah. So, um, we went there, we had a good time. We left around eight thirty ish, nine o'clock. And then, um, we went home. I took a nap with the kids and then my in-laws, took the two oldest the girls to go swimming and then I stood home with my husband and the baby and he cooked he did like a stuffed salmon but like um, crab meat and then we did like mussels and he also did like which that's really nice because he doesn't eat seafood right? yeah he doesn't he's not a seafood person at all not at all what did he end up eating uh, he made these meatballs that were really good and then oh, he made okay. some pasta it was delicious he, he really like really likes to throw down. So um, that was nice. Um, that was nice. The kids, you know, they were good that day. Um, we got them back later on, like around, they left around one and we got them back around five. So it was nice to enjoy some peace and quiet, no fighting because they always fight. And they actually did really good um, with my in-laws. They actually behaved really good because I was so scared that I would get a call in the middle of them hanging out. So, um, as for my kids this week, I had a dentist appointment. I went with all three of them. And of course, the Sorry. middle child is always the one with the most drama. So it was her turn to get her teeth brushed by the dental assistant. And um, the other one was getting x-rays done. And so when um, she's getting x-rays done, uh, the middle child, which is Zoe, was supposed to sit down, uh, lay down and get her teeth brushed. Uh, she got out of it by saying that she was not finished with her snack, which was a goldfish. Um, so then the lady was like, okay, that's fine. You know, being nice to her. The dentist is not a place where Zoe likes to go mm -mm. right off the bat. She I have to drag nice. her. I have mm -mm. to drag. She doesn't like doctors. She doesn't like dentists. She'd rather just stay outside. So, um, she 
they're waiting for her. She's taking her sweet time. You know, she's introducing her brother, how she has that she's a big sister. She loves being a sister. I mean, she went into details about everything, about her whole life, how her grandfather has a boo-boo and he just had surgery. I mean, like she will tell you her whole life story to avoid doing what she wants to do. That being said, her sister finishes with um, x-rays. So then she's like, oh, I'll go first. So she sits down, Zoe holds her hand, says, you need to be a brave little girl. You need to behave, you know, because Zoe, she's three years old, but she acts like she's an old lady, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, finally, Chloe did a good job. They get out, she gets out of the, the seat and then it's Zoe's turn and Zoe's like, no, I'm okay. I'd rather just go home. Nice, like nice try, but no, I'm not going. So then they're like, okay, well then Zoe, uh, we'll just take you to a private room. Cause at this time she's crying. She's like, I'm leaving. I'm out the door. Like there's no way of stopping me. So they're like, look, just, we'll go to a special room. She's like, um, no. And then at first they're like, okay, let's go. So I had to sit down for the very first time, lay down on the chair with her and I had to hold her down. And I was just not having, I was just like, Zoe, you're better than this. So she was crying, but finally we got it done. Moral, I mean, like most of the time we're there and we're out by 15, 20 minutes the most. Mm. But this time, I guess, because they had called us to come in a week earlier than our appointment, um, they had us waiting for an hour and a half. So like during that hour and a half, they never communicated that the dentist was busy in treatment. So I come out after 30 minutes in the room and was like, hey, what's going on? It's like, oh, she's backed up. So I'm like, oh, why couldn't you communicate this earlier? So I'm in a room with two kids, two kids that are hungry. The baby's about to like, it's nap time. So I was going crazy. And then I call my husband. I'm like, I'm going crazy. Like these kids need to eat there. It's their nap time. Like it's time. I know. To go. I know and Zoe came over the next day. Cause we had like a little play date with her and Christian. And I asked her how the dentist went and she was like, it was, Didi, it was horrible. <laughs> like yeah. she dragged the word horrible yeah and so i call my husband he's like do you want me to come I'm like no because you're working that's not right and so after that i felt so beat up i didn't want to do anything i didn't want to cook i know we went out to eat that day i was just i'm, I'm tired like i am drained myself they were yeah. like for the time being there they weren't bad or anything um and I understand that they were like really tired. So at that point, I was just like, if they do misbehave, it's not on them. It's like yeah, when the they're lack of communication. Like yeah. they're hungry, they're tired. So my husband felt so bad for me. He's like, no, don't worry about eating, like making food. Yeah. Um, we're gonna go out. Like, and that was nice. So I know usually when kids are tired, they just they just act up. They don't. That's just how they. Yeah, are. we went to Coverts, and if you sign up for their club, like yeah. to get newsletters through emails, you do get coupons. So my husband signed up and we were able to get buy one, get one free. For oh, us. that's so nice. That's something good to know. I mean, yeah. Christian's obsessed with Culver's. He doesn't like any fast food, but Culver's baby so. Christian. Yeah. That's baby Christian actually. And he's really you, picky. If you do subscribe to your local newspaper on Thursdays, I know here in Florida, they sent out um, like a Thursday newspaper and also on Sunday, you might get it. But usually on Thursdays, they sent over in the news uh, newspaper a insert for like um, food. It'll be sometimes Wendy's. It could be Steak and Shake or it could be Covert. So just always keep a lookout because those are 
those come in handy when you don't yeah. want to cook. Um, I know we, um, I mentioned that we had like a little play date, you know, Christian was not behaving very nice, which I was surprised because he's my baby. And so I was and, like, uh, and he's Titi's like, you know, yeah. So my number one baby boy, you know, so he was not very nice to Zoe. And usually Zoe is like the type that will like crack the whip on him. And she's only three and he's going to be two this weekend. So and like, they're like heavy. They're like, they're the same weight kind yeah, of. Yeah. So um, you know, I noticed you probably noticed on our Instagram um that she was trying to like take him out of the high chair. So, you know, that's where she was acting like a little big girl. And yeah, she's like then, a little old lady. Like yeah, she when is. she's around, she wants to help. She wants to be the one that not so bossy, but she she thinks she's an adult. Yeah. So then, like, Christian, you know, lately he hasn't been liking to share with his toys. Mm-mm. Like the terrible two is like really like it's it started before he was two like just and he's like hitting her and I'm telling him no and like he's throwing toys at her but like heavy toys like I feel really bad for Zoe and I'm I, like Zoe move like get out of his way he's gonna hit you and I'm like come on we have to like move from him and yeah she's just like you know no like he's like a baby and like no like he's not like a baby anymore he's like your your size girl yeah like, and <laughs> I didn't believe it. So I left I left Zoe here because Jazz is like, oh, let's spend they need to spend some time, they're cousins. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I, I bought Zoe over. I did some groceries. I come back and like there's three videos like through text. And she's like, Did you see the videos? I'm like, no, I didn't, I didn't see any videos. She's like, Oh, the videos that I sent you with them fighting. I'm like, and then yeah, I look at like them. Fighting. It's not really fighting. It's more like your son's attacking my child. Yeah. And I was just like, I had to like put him in timeout. I had to give him a pop out. Like he was just not, he did not care. He was just his little attitude. That's the terrible twos. Yeah. His attitude was out. So, so. Um, that was our week. That was um, our mother's day. Let's talk about anencephaly. Is that right? Yeah. Anencephaly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you want to give us your story? Um, sure. So I, I want to say it was in 2015. 14. It was in 2014? Yeah, we were all pregnant. It was in 2014. And I had uh, Zoe at September and you had... Hold on, wait. I got pregnant with Christian in 2015, delivered in 2000. So yeah, 2014. It was 2014. It was before baby Christian. Um, I got pregnant and I want to say I got, I found out I was pregnant in July. So July, August, September. Yes, it was in July. And mm-hmm. um, I was actually going to my three month checkup. Yeah. And my three month checkup, they do like an ultrasound. And I was there with Christian. Actually, actually, Christian was not going to go with me to this three month checkup because before, Every checkup I went to. Your husband. Yes, my husband. Every checkup I went to before that was everything was like good, like perfect. Everything on the ultrasounds were coming out good. Um, my blood work was coming out good. And so he was like, you know, in the morning, he was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to go. But then, like, for some reason, he was like, you know what? Let me go with you. And I said, um, okay, yeah, 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 come with me. So then he ended up coming with me, which was good that he did come with yeah. me. 
um because when we went okay so like when you go to well our pediat uh, not pediatrician our OBGYN she um actually we do the ultrasound first and then she will come and check it and then she'll tell us if there was like anything wrong or you know how the baby's growing the length the weight and right. so you know so we could just get an idea of how the pregnancy is going so um that day when we went in, we went and got the ultrasound and um, the lady that was doing the ultrasound, she was like talking at first a lot. And so then she kept looking at the ultrasound, the pictures like on the computer and she was like noticing how the baby was moving. So the baby was on his or her back. They usually say like most of the time it could be like a girl that anencephaly's in like part like um effects um it's more in baby girls than baby boys and but, also it affects hispanics yeah and it affects hispanic women more than any other race race so um so like we were there the baby was moving on his or her back um and it was moving like a worm so like that was like one sign like that there was something wrong but i didn't think anything so i was like oh my god like look at the baby right this is your first pregnancy yeah and i was like oh my god look at the baby the baby's moving um and christian's like yeah and then the lady was just like she just got like really serious like she wasn't really talking so then the ultrasound the, the, the ultra tech. the, the tech. tech yeah mm -hmm. so you could tell that's when you notice like something was wrong well i didn't really pick up on it my husband did and then she was like looking at the head because um, that's where you can see if, okay, so anencephaly affects the head, the brain and the neural tubes that connect to the head. So she was looking at it. I still didn't notice anything. I felt like maybe everything was normal and I'm still talking to my husband like, oh my God, look at the baby, you know, so then she's like, okay, well, you know, give me a second. I'll be right back. I got to go um, speak to a doctor. And usually when they do the ultrasound, they don't do that. They just take the pictures of the ultrasound, you know, leave it in the computer. They'll be like, go back to the waiting room. Mm -hmm. And then um, the doctor will call you to come back. So she didn't do that. What she did was just like, okay, hold on right here. I'll be right back. Right. And then I, I was just talking to Christian, like nothing, still not thinking anything. And then... The doctor was looking at the pictures and she actually didn't come into the room. Um, the tech told us to go back out. And after she came back from talking to the doctors, the doctor, and that's when she was like, go, okay, go to the waiting room. The doctor called me back and the doctor was like, you know, um, telling us like, you know, we, I have some, you know, bad news and, that's when she was explaining what anencephaly was to us and how the neural tube didn't close properly. And it's usually on the 23rd, the 23rd day to the 26th day of being pregnant and how um, that didn't close properly properly. So the it didn't it affected the brain, which the brain didn't develop properly. And um, so the so really what it is, is that the brain there's like less than half or half of the brain there. So um, the baby, if I like carried it to full term, 
the baby would be like brain dead. Um, it wouldn't be able to see. Um, and like during birth, you actually, it wouldn't survive. So like you'd be delivering a baby that's dead. Some babies survive, like, don't get me wrong. Like they'd survive and they'll probably just like last one day or two days. It could, they can last up to like 48 hours, they say. So, but to put a baby through that, I feel like it's terrible for someone to feel pain that way. Because when you deliver it, the brain is outside of the body. Mm-hmm. Half of the brain. Yeah. So, um, so pretty much like the doctor was talking to me and was like, you know, the best thing, you know, they can't tell you what to do. They can just give you their opinion. Mm-hmm. And I asked them for their opinion and they were telling me and I was like, you know, just give me your advice. Like, what do you think I should do? Or what do you think is the best bet? Because she was telling me that the baby is not going to survive. Like there's no chance of the baby going to survive because there's no brain pretty much. And so, um, you know, I'm the type of person, like you tell me something, I get straight to it and I do it right away. And yeah, I thought about it, but, um, we actually had to terminate the pregnancy, which I know, you know, there was, there's a lot of people that's against that. There's a lot of people that are okay with that, but like, you know, for me, um, I can't see myself delivering a baby. Well, I actually had to deliver it still. Like, even though when I terminated the pregnancy, they don't do a, uh, it's not an abortion because an abortion, they, um, you wouldn't deliver it. They actually have you go to a hospital, um, induce you, induce you and you deliver it Mm -hmm. because the baby was already dead. The, it's, the baby was brain dead already. So, um, so I did that after the three months and because for you to have an abortion, they said it would have to be before, I guess a certain amount of weeks, which would be before the third month. And, um, I was already past that third month. So I wasn't mm-hmm. going to be having an abortion. It was just a termination, which I just deliver the baby and the baby is already, they can tell because they did like, um, blood tests and, um, ultrasounds and they made yeah, sure you had to go to a, a specialist. I had to go to a specialist. So, um, so before I terminated the pregnancy, I went to a specialist, which was one of the best hospitals in Florida, which is Winnie Palmer. Mm -hmm. And they actually told me that, yeah, pretty much like there's no, the baby is not going to live at all. So, um, yeah. There is nothing. You can you, really there's nothing do. you really can do. There's nothing that I can do, even if I carried it to nine to the ten for ten months. Because usually they say it's nine months, but it's really ten months because they really can't tell you the exact date that you're um, you got pregnant. So it's really ten right. months you're carrying the baby for. And it was uh, your first pregnancy. And it was my first pregnancy. And um, they said you can be you can try to carry the baby up to ten months. It's your decision, but the baby can um pretty much die anytime any dot any, any dot yes die anytime inside of you and it could you know get you be sick. harmful to you and you know and get you sick so um then that's when i well me and my husband actually went home first discussed it decided what we were going to do then we moved forward and we decided to do the termination which they check you into the hospital the same way as you're going to deliver a baby and um then they just induce you 
So we're there for like five days, I would say. It's in the mm-hmm. hospital. It took you a long, a long time. It takes a long time. Yeah. I know so, that you, when everything happened, you had called me when you were um, when the sonogram and yeah. the news broke. Yeah. And I was like, because it was, uh, we come from four from four sisters. It's four of us, and three of us were pregnant, including Jasmine, at the same time. Yeah, all three of us were pregnant. Yeah. So at that time, I was the first one to give birth. I gave birth. Uh, September. Then the news broke like the end of September. Mm-hmm. And then I had my other sister, she gave birth in January. So, and then if Jasmine, if everything had went well with Jasmine's pregnancy, she would have given birth like months after that because we it were like, oh, been in, it, uh, she May. it would have been in May still because yeah, we were mm-hmm. all four months apart. Yeah. So, that being said, I know you gave me the news and, you know, I'm hormonal and I started just, I was like trying to hold back my tears and I was like crying and Jasmine's like, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, how can you, like, Jasmine was acting more, um, more brave than I was. Like, you know, like when somebody breaks that type of news, you're trying to be so strong for them that you don't want to cry, but I couldn't help but cry because to me, all I was thinking was like, I know Jasmine's such a good person. Her husband's such like, why would this happen to them? This first pregnancy, you know? So, yeah, I actually, um, when we got the news, I was, it didn't really hit you. Like I felt like it didn't really affect me. Like it affected my husband. It did affect me when I had to deliver it. Um, it did affect my husband, uh, right when we got the news. Cause he was actually, I was more, um, I think in shock because I mean, every, yeah, but I was more, I had more anxiety when I found out I was pregnant because I was like, damn, like, you know, I'm not really, I wasn't really that young when I got pregnant because I was 27, but I still felt so young. So I felt like, you know, when you find out you're pregnant for the first time, it's like very scary. So you Mm -hmm. get, I was more scared when, and so then, um, then I started getting excited and then that's when the news happened that the baby had anencephaly and Christian was excited from the very beginning. He was just, um, he was just, just extremely excited. So when we went to doctors that day and he started tearing up and started like, you know, he was really upset. He took it really hard. So I was actually trying to be strong for him and just for everybody, for pretty much for everyone. everyone took it really hard. Family. I took it hard. Don't get me wrong, but I, cope differently than I guess you can say than other people I'm more I know I guess I'm more to myself like I'm more like I don't really show Mm -hmm. people say I'm kind of like cold-hearted but I'm not I'm not cold-hearted it's just I don't show my feelings to people and even my sisters say I'm kind of like it seems like I'm cold-hearted or I come off strong or that's just you're right to the point you're like there's no sugarcoating it so and that's not like what that's not doesn't mean I didn't feel a way like I was really sad about it. I was upset about it, but I think I just you were in shock. Show it. And I, yeah, I was in shock, too. But I just I'm more of a private person. I know that it didn't really hit you, like even through the, you know, the hospital stay. I think when you s- delivered and you actually, you know, because you did hold the baby. Yes, I did. Yes. At first, you didn't want anything. You were just like, I want I want to deliver and I don't want to. Yeah, so they gave you, okay, so when you deliver the baby, they give you an option if you want to hold the baby, if you want to see the baby. So, um, 
you can say that's where I started taking it um, kind of hard because they're like, you mm-hmm. know, what do you want to do? Like you um, have to decide, like, you know, are you going to donate the baby, like donate the like organs, organs of the baby or, you know, what are you going to do? Um, and then are you going to do a burial? Are you going to bury the baby? Are you going to just, you know, give it to the hospital? And I'm just like, um, I was in shock. So I didn't even know like what's like, they ask you all those questions and you're just like, um, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I have to think about it. And then, so while I was there in the hospital, that's when I decided like in the beginning, I was like, no, I don't want to see the baby. I don't want to hold the baby. I d- don't cry, Christine. No, I get a little choked up because I know how it affected you in the beginning. So then Christine's about to cry right now. I'm, I'm, I'm very mopey when it comes to stuff. Like, I just know that when so, everything happened, um, I know you were very in shock. I know it hit you when the baby was like actually there. You're holding it. And then yeah. I think a couple of days I later. St- it was a couple of days later where when I started crying. Like, even when I held the baby, I didn't even cry. Like, it was like I was more like in shock than anything. Like, because everything happened so fast. Like that's I guess that's how I move. I move like I guess fast with things. Right. So like I guess that's the way I uh, cope with stuff. Yeah, it's your way of like okay, it's over. Adapting. Like, like that's it's over I and just, done. I adapt and- to things quick and I move on. So. Um, I guess that could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. Um, but uh, so then afterwards, mm-hmm. when I actually got home, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I didn't come home with a baby. Sorry for the language. But- Sorry, excuse me. So um, I was like, "Oh, you know, I didn't come home with the baby." Mm-hmm. That yeah, like you you went in and you didn't come back with your like your special gift like your, yeah so like a baby in your hand what they give you is like so they gave me like a box with the baby's hat the baby's handprints right and footprints so they were saying that it was most likely a boy because the way um i guess the baby was so big at three months like yeah it was going to be a big baby they said yeah and it, it looked like it was going to be a boy they said um but, um, so my husband actually in the hospital was, he took it really hard after I delivered. They were like, do you want to hold the baby? So he actually held the baby. He went into the bathroom and he actually started crying. And, um, and once again, you were being strong cause you were, really, yeah, I really, it was just more like I was in shock. Like, um, so he was holding the baby. He was actually crying in the bathroom and he prayed and, um, did so, you name the baby? Uh, no, I actually did not name the baby. No. And then I, after- I don't, No, because I didn't name the baby because the name I had, right, was Christian's name, which was Christian. I already had Christian Alexander Rosado. Mm-hmm. So that was going to be the baby's name. So I then I was like, since I wasn't able yeah. to use that name, I'm going to name um, Christian Alexander Rosado, the baby that I have now, which is the two-year-old. Um, I thought you had came up with Angel. I I didn't. My mom did, but that's not something that I. Yeah, wanted. it was not official. It wasn't official. It wasn't something that I I chose. That's how I feel. I and that's something else I would probably get into later on, but that's not now. Um, but yeah, that's something like you know when you're in shock and stuff you just let people do stuff for you yeah 
and you just let them just be like, yeah, you're just like, yeah, whatever, like do whatever. Yeah. Because you just want to get over and done with. But me specifically, that's not a name I would have chose. Right. That's not a name I like. Right. So, um, but yeah, after that, you know, it just, it shows you how, you know, know you wanted afterwards were like, I'm just not wanting kids anymore. I know that when I would see you, I would be like wanting to cry and to like, like, I felt so bad for you. And then I was like, I hope this experience doesn't like, Make Honestly, where- I didn't. I didn't want to have kids. Um, but then you got pregnant by accident again. Again, <laughs> from Christian again. <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> No, but you know what? And you kids, were like, <laughs> kids are a blessing. Like honestly, no, no, it was kids funny. are a blessing. You're and like, I, I'm le- not I learned no. that now because before I was just so like, I don't want to go through something like that. I don't want mm-hmm. because like, okay, for the the doctor said like it's not something genetics. It's something that it could be later on prevented. Um, it Which happens. Is good. Yeah, it happens in like one out of a thousand pregnancies. Um, and there's no family history, so there's no family history, no. Um, and um, so the reason why it happened to me, and it could be different for everybody else, but I don't produce folic acid enough folic acid. Mm-hmm. So, um, I before getting pregnant, I just had to just be on, like, just in case I did get pregnant, I would always have to be on um, folic acid, but- folic acid, and prenatal pills. But then once I found out I was pregnant, I have to be just um, prescribed um, folic acid Mm -hmm. um, through the pharmacy because it's like such a high amount um, to prevent it. Um, I know as your sister, I was nervous. I was like, oh, my goodness, like, like, take your pills because, you know, accidents do happen. I know you don't want any more kids. I mean, like she was just like on that. I don't want kids. I don't. And, you know, and that from what she experienced. I mean, I totally understood her. Um, but like, I was so nervous and I was so scared that like, you know, I don't want this to like mess up anything that later on her dreams, because, you know, she had one bad experience that she doesn't want to have any more kids. Thank God she got pregnant like a year later. And I was so happy. I was like, so happy. I didn't want to show her how happy I was because I was scared that something like this was going to happen. Like throughout her pregnancy, I was like, are you taking your pills? Are you going to your sonograms? Are you doing, you know, I was like her second husband. Like I was on it with her. Yeah. I was no. like, do you want me to go with you? Like, yeah, she- no. Um, so with my second pregnancy, um, besides I had to take, f- yeah. So is there a, uh, can it happen again? Is there like a recurrence? Is there? No. Well, it could happen again, but the chances are so low that it's not going to, I just have to be prepared, but there's not going to be a next time because my husband did get a vasectomy. So there's (laughs) not going to be any more kids. Um, Um, What's your second pregnancy with baby Christian where you consider like a high risk? uh, Yes, I was considered high risk um, just because of, the anencephaly, but also I have um, thyroid. So with the thyroid, I was considered. And what kind of thyroid problems do you have? Is it uh, like hypo or hyper? It's hyper, so it's considered like Graves disease. So you have to keep, you have to monitor it. Yeah, but right now it's leveled, so okay. um, they took me off like the medication and stuff like that. So are you? I'm actually okay now with my thyroid. So baby Christian, you were considered high risk. Now that. 
uh, birth came out fine. And so were you considered high risk with Jax, baby Jax? I was considered high risk for all my pregnancies just because of the full, I can't produce enough folic acid. So they just have to, you know, give me, prescribe me folic acid, folic acid. And, um, then, you know, they would just monitor me like on stress, um, stress like, tests. yeah, to make sure that the babies weren't stressed out. Um, and just, you know, monitoring my thyroid and I actually get, was getting a genetics testing mm-hmm. through blood work, which they can detect. And also that's what I did for the first pregnancy too. After they saw on the ultrasound, they wanted to make sure that it was anencephaly. So what they do is draw your blood, they send it to, um, a facility that does the genetic testing and, um, then they'll tell you like, oh, you know, if you're having a boy, a girl, and um, um, so then with baby Christian, actually, I think I was like only like three months or maybe you were like, eleven weeks to be exact. You were like, well, baby Christian, baby Christian, nine to ten week. You were like ten or eleven weeks because I know you received what oh, you yeah, were I having. Found out right away, like yes, when, with the genetic the, with the genetic testing, like with Christian, I found out literally like right away like super early like Like, they'll ask you like do you know i actually didn't even want to know i wanted to know in the office and they were like okay well um do you not want to know what he is and i'm like you just told me do you want to know what he is like (laughs) (laughs) um so it was a i i had a boy which that was the first boy of our family because it's all girls which that was really exciting after like the experience i went through before yeah it was like three Um, girls before that he was the first boy he was like spoiled yeah super spoiled and he's so spoiled that now we have like a speech delay (laughs) because everything is like you mean given to him right like he doesn't work for anything he does not work for anything and now it's like now we're paying the price for that um Um, is there anything that women can do to prevent this yeah um i would say go to your doctors um start taking folic acid early and uh, um, during your prime time because isn't it like between 20 and 40 where you're before you even like before even getting pregnant like you're supposed to take full of folic acid and just an extra amount like just a separate um because your prenatals give you folic acid but you know just some more folic acid over the counter mm-hmm. will help too um to prevent it um what would you do uh what would you like tell women that are going through this or have to make this big decision? Like, um, I would say it's not an easy decision. Um, Mm -hmm. it's something that it's hard, but you just have to think like, you're not the only one that's going through this, that other people are, other women are going through this and other like couples are going through this. And, um, this is something that, you know, later on, you know, if this happens in your pregnancy now, that's okay. But later on, it's something that you can try to prevent by taking just the right amount of folic acid. And I would just say like, you know, don't let this discourage you in this pregnancy because now, you know, if I did let that discourage me from getting pregnant again, I wouldn't be able to have these two beautiful little boys that I have now, which they're pretty awesome. Um, were you scared during your, uh, any other pregnancies like what baby? Um, with baby Christian, I was, I mm-hmm. was really scared, um, just because, you know, I got pregnant right after that situation and, 
you know, a lot goes through your mind. Like, I didn't really, I didn't tell anybody except my family. Like, I didn't tell any friends. Um, I don't think I told anybody until, like, I was showing, which was, like, a long time. Like, five or six months, I would say. What do you mean? Like... I told the family, but I didn't tell anybody. Like I Christian? Yeah, about work. Yeah, yeah, I didn't tell anybody at work or anything, like, five or six months after. Yeah. Because I wasn't showing, and I was able to, like, um, cover it. Yeah, I'm with the ex- so then I wanted to make sure everything was okay too before I told anybody. So I really didn't mention it um, until I found out everything was okay with the baby and um, he was going to be healthy. And mm-hmm. like with the genetics testing, what's nice about that is that they can tell you everything that's going to be wrong with him. So if there was going to or if any diseases or yeah, illnesses. any any diseases. Or illnesses, um, or like if he was gonna have if if he was gonna have Down syndrome, anything like that. So, um, which was nice that you know with this whole testing, getting this test done. Um, I wish I knew the name of the test, so then I could have just told you what kind of test it was that they offer at the doctor's office at the OBGYN. I can't even remember. But not all insurances. Um, pay no, for it. all insurances do not cover it, so they and can, it can be offer- pricey. Yeah, it could be a thousand dollars. Yeah, so exactly. it is pricey. So. It is very pricey, and um, at first we thought we were gonna have to pay out of it, pay out of pocket for it, because when um, they sent us the bill, they they sent us the bill saying like, "Oh, you're gonna have to pay a thousand and we're like, "Oh my god, for that just that one test." But then come to find out, my OBGYN was able to call them and let them know I am high risk. Therefore, I was able to um, get that taken care of. Like, they paid for it. And what did you learn from the experience, like, going through all this? I know. Uh, nothing. No, I'm just so <laughs> uh, No, I just learned, like, you know, you just can't be, uh, I guess, um, scared to be pregnant again. And, you know, what's, ha- what's meant to happen is going to happen. And I just leave it in God's hands. And... Um, I got two baby boys that are awesome now out of it. So, you know, you were, and what I learned is that you were really strong. I don't know if I could have done it the way Yeah, I did notice that I was really strong, but I've been like really strong for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. I know that let's do something a little different now. Are we, um, we're going to shift to our weekly years, topic. Yeah. Weekly topics. Um, I know that that was kind of like uh, very it was emotional. A, I emotional know, sad. Was a I know, story. Christine. You know, I wasn't crying here because I'm just I I know how to deal with that kind of stuff and I've been through it already. But Christine is very emotional. Yeah, she more gonna, into like okay, let's shift it. Let's be a little bit more happy. You know, I'm not saying that that's not a happy story, but you know, there was it, a, definitely a happy ending in the yes. sense that I did get two baby boys that are healthy now. And yeah, it's, it's just, I think about it and it's just like how it happened. I, I know that now you have the two boys, but it's just like, it was sad at the time. So, and you know, as a sister, um, who is going, who sees her sister going through that and like just had a baby, it's very hard to like, not want her to want to share that experience of like, Hey, we're pregnant together. You know, like, you know, it was just a time where I wanted her to experience the same thing I was going through. So like to see her going through that, it was just very hard for me. And so I'm so glad that at the end she had two baby boys and they were beautiful. Um, but as a sister, you know, you just want to take that pain away from her. 
Um, but you know, things happen and I'm just so glad that she's strong enough to get through it. Um, as we shift back to our weekly topics of, you know, Bravo shows and pop culture, um, as you know, Bravo shows right now are kind of like slack. They're like ending. So everything yeah, is like they're ending, ending all and they're... at the same time. So like, we're like pretty much like waiting for uh, the new uh, seasons, seasons of like, I think Jersey's coming back. And then I think Orange County. I'm looking forward to Orange County. Not so crazy about Jersey. Okay. So talking about Jersey. Yeah. Oh, it's raining. Talking about Jersey. Um, so Danielle got married in the Bahamas. Oh, that's nice. I think, I think I, you it know, was I, past weekend. This past weekend, Mother's Day weekend, I think, or the weekend. Before. I think it was the weekend before. She looked beautiful. She yeah. had um, the new New Jersey housewife, which was um, Margaret, as one of her. I like Margaret. I actually really like Margaret. I like Margaret. She was one of the bridesmaids, um, Teresa, and then Melissa. Melissa. Yeah, yeah they were bridesmaids. Which um, I'm actually really surprised that she had Teresa, Melissa, and mm-hmm. Margaret, which. I'm like, wow, you know, you, she pretty much just like met Melissa, right? Recently with I mean, Teresa. Who's to, say, who's to say? Like, yeah. But I mean, and then they too. record the season like within two years or something. Like the season. A year, I think. Yeah. So like they've probably been friends for like two. So yeah, I could see so. that happening. Southern Charm. Uh, Catherine and Thomas, they were like flirting. He was, he was and, no, like he. Ooh, I don't like him. I just why? don't like him. I don't really like him either, but why don't you like him? I don't like him because he's disrespectful. Like the way he treats his girlfriend, Ashley, now. He's not I'm, really into Ashley, I can tell. Like he's just, Ashley's there. Like he seems like annoyed with Ashley. Like it's like he's settling for Ashley since he can't have Catherine. Catherine. And like I see Catherine, like she's like doing so good. And I feel like I'm so glad that she sees how he truly is. I know that she loves him. But I feel like she, like, I'm glad she's opening her eyes. Like, I went through the same thing with him. But I'm looking forward to next episode because Catherine looks like she wants to get back with mm-hmm. him. They could portray that, but doesn't mean that's really good. Yeah, I hope not. And Naomi apologizes to Peyton, which it was nice. It was nice. And then yeah. there was like that big opening for her um, father's um, restaurant, which that seems like it's nice. It looks yeah, like a that nice looks restaurant. nice. Um, and then what is she French? Yes, she's French. She's French. Mm-hmm. New York Housewives of New York. Sonia's house was. Uh, oh my god, Sonia's house is a hot mess. Like that, but is, they did good. Well, photography, yeah, the photos came out really nice. But her house, she is a mess. That girl is a mess. She's a mess in real life and a mess in her house. Sorry, Sonia, I like you and everything, but you are a mess. Yeah, and then what she say? It, it she asked the a photographer if you're. Are you bisexual? What about if I buy you something? Will you get, get sexual? sexual? That was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, she goes, no, you're bisexual. No, wait. She's like, no, you're gay. And I was, she, he's getting all red and like all embarrassed. Like, like you're putting me on the spot right now. Can yeah, like, that's my sexuality. Um, Dorenda, she got a little tipsy. A little yeah, strong. you know, I felt like maybe, you know, okay. So I don't really think Bethany came out too strong on her. Too hard on her. Um, I couldn't I see like, it. I couldn't see it. I like fast forward. I was like, Dorinda, no, girl, Dorinda no. is like, you know, she shouldn't. If she can't handle her liquor, and I'm not saying she's alcoholic because, you know, I don't know her. I just see what I see on TV. But um, Yeah, it could be editing too. 
I feel like if you can't handle your liquor, girl, just but, don't do it. And, you know, I feel like right now she's probably drinking more because she's, like, reminiscing in the me- memories that she had with her husband. I mean, I and would, she was, I feel like, bad. really in love with him. She was, like, really, really And that's really the thing. Like, it's hard. Like, I don't know. I've never, like, lost a significant other. Mm-hmm. But the way she talks about him and the way she loves him, like, it kind of hurts my feelings that she's, like, going through that. I feel so bad for her. Like, Yeah, I feel I, really bad for her, too. I feel like, like, even if it's, like, five or six years, like, it, that's, like, the love there. It's something you're not going to get over. I feel like, if especially if you felt like that was your soulmate, and it seems like that's what she had with him, like, that yeah, was her soulmate. like, she, she's, like, going through it, you know, and I feel yeah. like... I feel like there will probably be good times, bad times, you know, there's going to be things that remind you of that person. And I guess I, that's I think that's what like. happened with Bethany. Like she, there were certain things that reminded, and she says it, it was a trigger. And, um, you know, people are so quick to like label her or, you know, not be sympathetic or like get over it because it's like five, six years. I don't know. It could be like, 10 years. And like, who are they to like, you know, like she says, I miss being a wife. I miss being a mother. Like she's used to doing that. And I understand where she's coming from because I guess like if that a situation like that happened to me and I was an older woman, I would miss being a wife and I would miss having my kids all around me because she's that's something you're used like to. being wanted, like or being like she she seems like such a good person. Like oh she seems really nice. And Bethany's been like sweet and I know people are like, Oh, Bethany does it for I guess attention, or she's trying to make a scene. She like actually she- wasn't like that bad on her in the sense. Like usually, I, feel I like think Beth- she did really good. Like she was, she I feel was like, very sympathetic to her. Yeah, I feel like Bethany usually like would be like, you know, get out, you know. And it's embarrassing too for her. Like, yeah, I felt bad. Like it was embarrassing. I know that you know people don't know Dorinda. I guess who are at that meeting, and Bethany kind of had to like explain. So I guess it just was a little hard on Bethany too. Uh, okay, so did you watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Beverly Hills. Wait, what? That's already ended. No, there was like a third, um, like a third episode of the reunion, or what was it about? Third part of the reunion. Oh, and they like. Um... I mean, to tell you the truth, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just had to like. I didn't. It was not entertaining. So, what I was told, or I mean, like what I seen is. Uh, I think Wendy Williams touched on this, but that Erica Jane is supposedly leaving the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And like, I feel like with this season, she hasn't, she's been like a mean girl. Like, I really, I really like, feel like Erica Jane, Erica Jane, right? Or Erica Jane. I, I think that's her stage name, but I feel like she should leave the Housewives. I really do. I don't like her. She anymore. Seen, she's been I so her snotty. The- I really liked her before because she, she seemed humble. But and now, so sweet. And so nice. And now, like, the calls are out. Like, she is, like, very rude, stuck up. Like, she doesn't seem, like, I love Kyle. sincere I anymore. I love Kyle. I do, too. I feel bad for Kyle. I do, too. I, I like mean. Kyle, but I feel bad for her because people be trying her. Like, that. what's her name? Doree? I really do not like Doree. I love Kyle. I think Kyle's like so sweet. I feel bad for her finance, uh, family, family dynamics because it sucks. Like, I don't know how I would feel if my sisters wouldn't talk to me. And you I wonder if her sisters talk to her? She only has two and they're like not talking to her. And I feel really bad because like you could tell it affects her. Yeah. 
So um, that being said, uh, I watched also Vanderpump. I did like Vanderpump. Um, Jack, Jax. When he uh, went in on Sheena. I felt bad for him in the sense when his father passed away, Mm -hmm. but he's still a womanizer. So I really am not crazy about him, but I I did feel bad for him for the whole, his father passing away. Um, yeah, I did too. I did too. I felt really bad. Um, okay. So in pop culture, the only thing I could think of or see, I mean, Cardi B went in, well, she actually had a fight with Azalea Banks. I think that's her name. Okay. But Azalea Banks, she gets in fights with everybody. So, yeah, I mean, and I felt bad because Cardi B is like, you pregnant. know, she, she's pregnant. She doesn't need the stress. I wouldn't have entertained Azalea Banks. I mean, she's on top of the world right now. And Cardi B has a lot of haters. And I feel like, why are you guys hating? I mean, I'm pregnant. I don't want, and then people are like, oh, there's a video of her not like um, giving autographs. I'm like, I'm pregnant. I'm sorry. I don't, even if you're a celebrity, you don't have to give autographs. Okay, it's not obligated. But on top of that, she's pregnant for goodness sake. Like yeah, you at the end, you're tired, you're annoyed. I mean, she is everything bothers you. She's on stage and she's like work like she's been working up and to I the feel very like point. Every pregnancy is different, which I'm gonna we're gonna actually talk about that next time, sometime in one of our other episodes, how pregnancy is different and how it affects the body and stuff. But um I had girls, yeah. and I know with my pregnancy with a girl, I was just, like, annoyed. Like, I didn't want to be bothered. I mean, having a boy was different, but having girls, I mean, it, it just takes more. I don't know. I don't know. She- I was nice on one pregnancy, and I was mean in the other pregnancy. Yeah, so, so it depends it on the pregnancy. Um, and and they both boys, so. Yeah. And then Chloe uh, Kardashian introducing truth through filter. Like, I didn't yeah. really care for that i mean can i see the baby without the filter why do i yeah, have to see the see baby, baby with, with the filter, filter. Yeah. i mean it's like so annoying like why are we doing this with our kids like with the kardashians i'm so annoyed like every time they introduce one of their children it's like through a filter like come on yeah i don't know why we're filtering them they're so and the baby doesn't babies look- are little perfect little babies yeah and like she angels. they were like um the baby doesn't look like her they were saying and i don't know so Whatever. And then Tristan, her boyfriend, is like, oh, he felt pressured about cheating because he's an NBA star and being on an NBA team. There's the pressure of cheating. And then, like, some of the NBA players were like, really? Like, this is your way out of cheating? Like, you're saying that you're pressured? Like, you don't have to cheat. It's like... No, you don't have to cheat. So, don't That's say just it. an excuse. Right. Okay. So, this week, right? So, we posted... um our episode last week and then we did our instagram jasmine put up a picture of a wine that she was you know obsessed with obsessed i'm still obsessed with and now i'm obsessed with that new rosé okay but wait wait so it gets better so jasmine's like oh we're on instagram she posted on instagram and she's like oh we have dr heavenly that's she liked it um there was a couple that she called christina there was like a couple of like, like bravo stars that like liked like our yeah like the post so i was like excited i was like oh my goodness i'm like on cloud nine you know and then you know jasmine yeah i was like wouldn't it be funny because christine loves bethany i was like it would be so funny if i tell her oh my god bethany liked 
our Instagram. Post. I should have known that it wasn't true so because I she's was always like, oh my god, Christine. Oh my god. Bethany liked our Instagram. I was, and screaming. She was screaming. I was screaming. Like, I was thought- like, oh my goodness, I love her so much. I was like, I was about to cry, you know, because I'm very dramatic. Was like freaking out. And I was like, just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna hang up right now because I can't deal with you right now. She's like, you're a B. You're a B. Yeah, I just say that. I called out her name because I was like, you're really gonna try me right now. Like, you know I love her. I adore her and people like always give her a bad rap. I love her and Dorenda. Like yeah, love them too. and Kyle. Like and those Kyle. are my top three. Yeah. But I love Dorenda. Like I, but Bethany and Dorenda, they could go back and forth because it depends on their It's week. like a tie. Yeah. She'll freak out if Dorinda. Oh, oh, I would be on the floor. I was like, oh my God. So Dorinda, go like our post and Bethany too. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I, I don't know. know. I think you I would probably not even listen to this right now. You're probably like, whatever. Yeah, but um, I do love them. Like, uh, I think like they are so. I just love them. I don't She's know. She's obsessed. On the yeah, they're, they're great. Um, so, I mean, there wasn't any. I would any deals that I'm like super crazy about on Mother's Day while I was relaxing, and my oldest two were in the pool. They had on Old Navy thirty five percent off. And the code was FAM, so I did go shopping for my Las Vegas trip. Christine's always shopping. Okay, I do shop every day. I mean, like, yes. Every day, yes. Yes, She has to at least buy one item. But my husband doesn't help me. He's an enabler, okay? So let's let's make it, put it out there that I'm not the only one. So I'm going to, because we're on time right now, we're going to zip it through. Um... So basically, it was 35% off. And then, you know, Old Navy also sent me another 25, 20%. So not only did I, it was 50% off. So All I, right. So what is, sorry to cut you off. Um, what was the item of the week for you? I would say Old Navy, like just shopping on Old Navy on Mother's Day. And All right. Was- so mine's was, I didn't buy it, but my husband did. It was the Pulse Rosé. I know I'm always talking about rosé and wine. I promise I'm not an alcoholic. I drink it <laughs> once in a while, but I do like wine and I am a wino. Um, so I guess that's it. Pulse wine, rosé, grapefruit, and go buy it at ABC. Um, and I that's shouldn't it. be promoting them. Like I should just have it off for myself, but okay. Um, I know this, uh, this episode was a more lengthy than the usual one. So thank you for listening and please join us next week, uh, for another episode of can I get a minute podcast and, um, thanks for joining us this and week. And check out our Instagram to see what we'll be talking and about Facebook. I'm going to start posting more on Facebook, but thank you guys for everything and all the support. All right. Thank you. Stay tuned.